0: Hello and welcome to another episode of mommy needs a drink. This is a third episode and it's a special one because I couldn't figure out how to mix and edit my last recording. Uh, So it's just going to be me talking for a little bit, which is fine. I mean, I've gotten some feedback. Apparently my voice sounds like something, something soothing. I don't know. One person said it. Okay, it was Nikki. Nikki, I love you. If you're listening to this, please just don't change. You're going to come on this podcast and we're going to have a chat. Um, I am right now sitting in the spare bedroom of my ex's place. I am staying here for a little bit. As you know, I have kids and we are moving to our new apartment very soon. And I'm really excited. This has been a long time coming. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I have lived with my lovely parents for the last three years and it's been a treat. Uh, but all good things must, must come to an end. Must. Uh, so we're moving on out, moving to a great neighborhood here in Toronto and uh yeah I'm gonna scoop up that key tomorrow and just slowly get ourselves settled in. I'm very lucky to uh to be staying here uh for those of you who might have gone through separations or or in the midst of a separation, I mean, I don't know who your ex is, but please do your best to just be on good terms if if at all possible because it's just it's a blessing when when you have to take care of these kids and uh and you still have someone um to to get support from. Uh I needed a place to stay for a little bit while we, while we were packing and uh it was quite mayhem at my parents' house. So uh so I came over here for it. I think it's been a couple of weeks now. Um and yeah, things have been okay. I I'm pretty sure He's ready to have his space back because I am already, like, making myself at home here. Um, Okay, I have a confession. I just took a little bite off of a marijuana candy, and uh, that's the first time I've ever done anything like that in, like, 10 years. I got it from my the fridge. It's my ex's. He told me that the little tiny bite that I took wouldn't do anything. But guys, I think it did. But I also like was anxious before I took a bite. And I licked it and immediately thought it was high. So I don't know. I, um, I've i only ever had really bad experiences with, with pot. Oh, I shouldn't say that actually. One time I thought a tree looked like a, a Muppet. And that was exciting and fun. That was a nice experience. But mostly it's just been me thinking that I was going to die. The worst experience I had was in high school. And I remember, okay, this is not a normal. Everyone who who I've told this experience to has told me this is not a normal pod experience. The first bad experience I had was in high school. And I remember we were out back behind the 7-Eleven and everyone was passing around this joint and I had a couple puffs and then it was time to go in and then there was like a, don't know there was like a maybe like an inch of joint left I was probably like 17 at the time and I just wanted to be the coolest person ever so I was like I'll finish that bad boy and I puffed it till it was done I finished it to completion if you will and uh, I blacked out Uh, I don't know what happened I after I, I remember puffing and then I remember my eyes opening up in the hallway and I did not know how I got there, uh, what had happened. Um, I was very scared. I remember looking down and, and just saying, can anyone hear me? Can anyone hear me? And then my one friend, Elena, if you're listening to this, uh, do you remember this? Do you remember when I was saying, can anyone hear me? And you're like, yeah, girl, I'm right here. (laughs) I'm right beside you. And I remember seeing your feet, like looking down and seeing your feet. I could see that you were there, but I couldn't, I didn't experience your there-ness. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I'm not too sure. And then I remember really wanting a chocolate bar and two crunchy bars. I wanted two crunchy bars. And then I remember a teacher looking at me in the hallway and saying, I know what's going on here. And that freaked me the fuck out. (laughs) And so I went to the nurse's office and then I called my dad and then my dad picked me up and I said, dad, I did something. And then I told him that I smoked a joint and then he pulled out a bag of weed from his pocket and was like, it's okay. I do it too. And then like my brain exploded that I think that was the first time I, I, my dad told me he smoked weed. Um, So there's that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, life has been pretty good. Things are kind of, I don't want to say back to normal, but things are back to something. I got a new job. I am a massage therapist for people who don't know me. Um, If you're listening to this and you don't know me, hi, hello, welcome. I don't know how you found this, maybe from another episode with Vivek or... um, uh, Isabella! Oh my God, I'm forgetting everything. <laughs> okay, maybe this is working. All right, enough, Tara. Simmer down. Uh, this is fun, actually. I um, okay. So six minutes has passed. Okay, so here's what ha- actually happened. So I recorded an episode with my super good friend George Rivard, and um, he's in the Yukon, and. There was a bit of a lag with the audio. So we talk over each other a lot and it sounded not great. It was really, uh, I just didn't want to put that out there for you guys because, um, like, I even found it hard to listen to. But I, I was editing it, I was editing out all the interruptions and, like, we're, we have some good conversation in there. But the thing is, it's taking me like an hour to edit one minute and i was just sitting here before i decided to come on here and and film just myself i was sitting here and i i swear to god it was like 3 days of trying to jump on the computer every chance i got and i got like 10 minutes worth of a co- of an hour long conversation so i thought okay that's going to take a while um so let's do this instead and so here i am and um you're gonna listen to me say "um" a lot. Maybe listen to me like smack my lips a little bit. Uh, hmm. I don't even like want to go back and edit this, so I don't even want to freaking stop talking. Because if I start stopping and saying "um" and leaving big blanks, then I'll feel like I have to go edit it, and I don't want to edit it. I just want to do this and put it out there. And 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 you know, editing is kind of like. It's kind of like a cop out, you know, it's like podcasts are supposed to be these organic conversations that you have with people. And then even like with the other one, I'm like editing it and I'm like, oh, this isn't natural. But the delay in our conversation wasn't natural. The The delay in the um, uh, the sound that we were getting from each other was not natural. So that's okay to edit that, I guess. I kind of feel I didn't really want to lick this I didn't really want to take a lick of this little weed candy. Actually, it's kind of cool. It's, it's like so delicious. It looks like a little so delicious. I don't know if you remember that childhood delicious treat. I liked the root beer flavor. This one looks more just like the soda one, the regular little like pop bottle. Um, but I was afraid to eat it because, well, not just because of getting high, that I am afraid of too, but because I already ate my chips and uh i don't want to eat any more food but i feel like i will get the munchies will that happen with weed candies or is it just with smoke that you get the munchies i'm waiting for your answer okay uh hmm well i don't even know if i'm gonna put this out tomorrow this is so this is so silly This is so silly. Do you ever do anything and you're like, this is so silly. Why am I doing this? I wonder if people that like go to like spoken word poetry slams or open mics feel that way. Like comedians feel that way all the time. I witness people feeling so dumb on stage. You just feel so, so dumb. And and, like what is this even I'll tell you what it is. It's fun. It is very very fun uh to do stand up. Mostly because I was just telling someone this at the coffee shop. They're like, "I could never do stand up. I could never do what you do." By the way, I do open mics like settle down. So I th- I told him I'm like, "By the way, I'm nobody. <laughs> um, th- when you start doing stand up, your friends like just think you're famous or something. I made a joke that I got was on just for laughs. This was after like six months of doing comedy and my friend did not even blink. They like fully believe me. They're like, congratulations. And I'm like, no, it's a lie. (laughs) Um, that's not going to happen. And if it does, it's going to be for not for a while. Um, but, uh, where was I going with that? Oh yeah. My friend was like, I could not do what you do. And I was like, cause we sit at the coffee shop all the time for hours, hours, hours. And, I said ninety-five percent of comedy is just this, you know? Just this like kind of sitting around and hanging out. And so even if I decided to just be to not that that five percent wasn't like, you know, I was gonna bomb. Oh well, <laughs> as if I decide that. I decide to bomb. When I bomb, it's my decision. Um but no, the, that that ninety five percent is just What makes it so even if like when he says I couldn't do what you do I'm like you already do 95% of what I do which is mostly just sitting around hanging out um I am a mother did you know that (laughs) okay I think I talked about my kids I'm a mom my kids are six and eight I don't know sometimes uh oh yeah you know why I guess I don't feel like talking that's not that I don't feel like talking about them I don't feel it doesn't come naturally to talk about them right now because they're on dad time right now. Like my ex has them. Well, I'm at his house, but he's on dad duty, and I'm on. I'm off. I'm on off duty. Um. So when I talk about them, I'm like, really? <laughs> Can we do this Wednesday? Wednesday is when I'm supposed to like care about them. I always care about them. I actually love my kids so much. Jokes aside, I like it's fun to joke because being a mom being a parent is so freaking hard and you need to joke about it sometimes all the time in order to just uh get through the day jokes are fun but in all honesty and sincerity i just like freaking think that i'm high probably not oh my god this is so stupid Uh, you know what i feel like i'll put this out tomorrow i'll put this out for nikki nikki is just the sweetest darling we nikki is a friend i'm not gonna talk no i can't talk about nikki because nikki's gonna be on the show um should i just shout out to everyone that i love and tell them i love them (laughs) Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Uh you know what this is this is like so gratuitous. This is just me like I can I have my headphones on and I can hear my own voice and this is just me like getting off on hearing my own voice literally. But that's okay. I am totally okay with that because I for the longest time hated the sound of my voice and just doing this a couple times with with people these interviews i'm like i just am gonna have fun with this and this is fun you might not be having fun if you weren't i would not blame you because mm, i don't know i literally don't remember what i've said uh the second i've finished saying is actually you know what's pretty like maybe okay because i would love to have legit people on this podcast not that no anybody that's been on here is not legit but like I want to have Fred Penner on here. I want to have Alanis Morissette. I want to have Jim Carrey. I want to have, um, Robert Munch. Did I say that? I want to have, uh, who else is like Canadian icon? Um, I want to have, Oh, I just want to have everyone on here, but maybe they're going to like, what if like Fred Penner listens to this and he hears me rambling and he's like, Oh, she's not taking this seriously. I'm not going to be on her podcast because she's not taking it seriously and, you know, maybe she's going to like lick a weed candy before she interviews me and it's going to be really unprofessional. Um, speaking of weed candy, uh, this podcast is called Mommy Needs a Drink and so is the show that I I produce and my co-host Chrissia, uh, who I also recorded an episode with and I went to edit the episode with Chrissia and... Also, I ran into some problems. I'm so not a tech person. This is this is easy because I just hit record and I just talk into this microphone. This is fine. I don't have to edit this at all. Uh, I probably should, but I'm not going to. But, um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, what was I saying? Uh... I'm going to pause it so I can think of what I was saying. Oh, wait. Oh, is it? Okay. It's recording now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm back. I remembered what I was going to say. Okay. So this podcast is called mommy needs a drink. Just like the show I did with Chrystia, blah, blah, blah. That's what I said already. Um, but, uh, something about me that you might not know is I actually haven't had a drink in four years. That was a conscious decision. Um, due to a lot of unconscious decisions I made, uh, anyways, you know, drinking, uh, makes you do stupid things. Um, but I just found that I was in a place where every night I'd put the kids to bed and I would pour like the stiffest rum and Coke. And even before then, oh, like alcohol was such a anti-anxiety medication for me I'm on anti-anxiety medication now for real but it was just self-medicating with it for such a long time so I quit and uh you know just tried to I went through like a really I went through a really good period where I was really like in touch with my feelings and my body and I kind of was really present all the time um And then I started doing comedy and a lot of shit came up, um, from that. And the mommy needs a drink that it's like such a cliche. It's such a trope of like the mother who drinks and, uh, you know, the kids make me drink and, but there's some seriousness to it. I mean, motherhood is this situation where we're thrown into, I mean, even if we're, obviously it's our choice or if if it isn't, then uh it's God's choice, I don't know what you believe, but um <laughs> uh you know it's the situation that mm, what do I want to say? It's a situation that everything changes, and day to day we just become this new person, this new identity. And so what for me personally, I found when I drank, it was like my attempt to tap into who I was like that, just drinking and like letting that guard down. So when I would drink, I would just feel more like myself and like, not silly because to be honest, sometimes I'd get angry. (laughs) I'd be like, oh, these kids are killing my buzz. Uh, But I would feel Like I didn't have to be perfect. Um, And then when I stopped, I wanted to still let myself feel that I didn't have to be perfect. And now I think that I'm there. I think that I'm okay with not being perfect. I mean, the thing is, no one ever was perfect. Even if I was like, I have to be perfect. That never was the case. And that's what makes us so uh, painful is when you're a perfectionist and you're, and like per- perfection isn't a thing that exists. So when you're a perfectionist, it's just like, you're just living in this like state of self-loathing pretty much and fear. And then I don't know, for me one day, it just like ended up in a, in a panic attack and, uh, ended up at St. Joe's Nothing serious, just kind of went there to, to say, hey, uh, this anxiety is not going away. And is there anything you guys can do to help? And they did. They did. I, I was put on medication. And oh my God, I don't think when I went on antidepressants, I like at that time I deleted my Facebook. I was like, this is giving me such a false idea of what everyone's life is like. So I deleted Facebook and I started getting in touch with friends, just any friend, any friend who came to mind. I was like, if I think of the person, it means I should reach out to them. So I reached out to one of my like good friends, best friends in high school, and we met up and it turns out like she was on antidepressants. She was going through a separation. She was not. Doing okay. And I was like, fuck, you know, like how many of us are just in our own little bubbles, not doing okay, thinking that everyone else is doing okay, and just wishing someone knew what we were going through. And it's like people suffering next to each other in their own little bubbles, just thinking that something else is happening out there when really it's all the same as what's happening inside guys was that really deep what i just said i don't even like my heart got full there uh should i lick some more of this candy i feel like my i feel like my ex i should, it feels weird calling him my ex cuz he's like my kids dad i feel like i'll just call him ryan cuz that's his name i feel like ryan uh forgets that he smokes a lot of weed and he's like oh you shouldn't get high off of just half or like a half should be enough and I'm like okay I'll bite a quarter of it and he's like that probably won't get you high but I'm pretty sure I am and it honestly even if I'm not I guess it's a placebo effect if I'm not am I placebo high on my podcast right now like would that be the stupidest thing. Would anybody even still be listening to this at 21 minutes and 41 seconds? Like, how has it been that long? Should I stop talking now? I feel like this has been so fun (laughs) for me, (laughs) but maybe someone else is, uh, is thinking that this was a waste of a download. Um, sorry if this took up the last remaining space on your cell phone. Uh, yay, yay. Okay. What can I say at the very end to, like, wrap this up? Um, Hmm. Well, I think I'm looking at the barcode of chips right now. And I'm, like, in my mind just for a second, I'm, like, if I look at the barcode, it'll send me exactly what to say right now. I had that thought. (sighs) But it isn't. So, I guess then I'll just say goodbye and hope that we can see each other and hang out because um life is short one day we will die okay no i'm uh i'm gonna go bye